0: As it stands right now, Sun Devils basketball is not in tournament, and quite frankly, they're nowhere close. You are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thanks, as always, for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. And, of course, a shout-out to my everydayers who are here every day. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. You can stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrad36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is once again time to talk Arizona State Devils basketball. This was another bad week. And ASU has really slumped over the last month. In case you have missed it, ASU is on a four-game losing streak. And they have lost six of their last seven games. They currently sit at 11 and 11 overall on the season. They are also five and six in conference play. And keep in mind, they started the year 10 and five, or uh, they they started conference play at seven and five overall. Or, oh my goodness. They started when they came into conference play, they were seven and five. They got off to a four and zero start. And we're ten and five at one point. They have now dropped six games. They have dropped from what was a ten and five record to eleven and eleven, and they are just finding the most consistent way to lose. Because it feels like every time you tune on or tune in to an ASU basketball game, it's it's the same thing over and over and over again. It is a team that is struggling to consistently shoot the ball. And it is a team that is struggling to rebound because of size. And it is a team that just does not play a full 40 minutes and they end up getting run off the court at some point during the game. That was the case against the Northern California schools. They were hosting both Stanford and Cal and lost both of them in pretty convincing fashion. Against Stanford, it was 71-62 final, and I know that's not an overly, like, bad loss in terms of, if you look at a box score, only nine points, but ASU was just absolutely dominated in the second half. They had a four-point lead going into the second half. Were outscored 42-29 to in the second half, and as per usual... They were out-rebounded. They were out Uh 45 rebounds for Stanford compared to 33 for Arizona State. They, they just beat them up off the board, and they had several guys who had really good games for them. Brandon Angel led them with 19 points. Uh, Michael Jones, uh, not to be confused with Mike Jones, uh, as the announcers mentioned, also had 18 points. Uh, Brandon Angel and and uh excuse me um uh Ma- maxime or Maxime, i can't remember i think it's maxime uh Rainand both had double doubles in the game they just they they did whatever they wanted they shot over 43% from the field they shot almost 30% from deep it it wasn't even an overly elite shooting day for them but they just were so much more physical than arizona state who was 38% from the field 25% from deep and just over 61% from the line. Like it, it's just, it's, it's the same things over and over and over again that we're seeing from Arizona state. And it, it just gets to a point where it's like, something's got to change or you're just, you're not going to go anywhere. And that's where we're at with some basketball right now is nothing is changing. Nothing is progressing. Nothing is getting better for this team. Then you had the Cal game which was equally as frustrating, but for different reasons, the first half stunk if for no other reason than Cal couldn't miss and ASU couldn't get anything to go down. And it felt like ASU shot selection wasn't even that bad against Cal. I I sat here and watched the game and I was like, I don't hate that. Like it just, it, it just, it, it felt like the rim was greased or like bent or something because, Nothing was going down for Arizona State. They ended up shooting just under 37% from the field, uh, 33% from deep, and 57% from the line. So that that was much more accustomed to what we've been seeing this year. Meanwhile, Cal, 50% from the field, 50% from deep, 84.2% from the line. They couldn't miss. They did everything they wanted to do especially from deep. I think at one point they were like six of seven shooting from deep. They ended 11 and 20, 11 of 22. They just did whatever they wanted. And several guys were having a uh, really big days for them. Uh, I know that um, uh, Jalen Cohn had a big day. Uh, Fardaz, AMAC had a big day for them. They were, they were just doing whatever they wanted. Both of them had double doubles again as well. And, The big storyline that came out of this game, and I want to spend a little bit of time talking about this, is Jose Perez was benched in the second half of this game. Very peculiar. Jose Perez has been probably your most consistent shooter this season. And he played 13 minutes in the first half. He did not score from the field. He was one on two on free throws, so he had... One point, and that's it. They they come out in the second half, and they have Sean Phillips pretty much in as like a borderline full-time player, same with Kamari Lands; Those two were rotating in with each other. Both of them played 20 minutes off the bench, and Jose Perez was nowhere to be found. Post-game, they, they asked uh, Bobby Hurley about it. Hurley said it was a coach's decision. That's all that we know at this point in time. I I don't know what to make of it. But what I do know is if Jose Perez is in Bobby Hurley's uh, doghouse, that is not a great sign. We have seen guys really struggle to get out of there. Marcus Bagley is by far the biggest example of this. Last year, he only played two games for Arizona State, despite being a former five-star player. And it just when Bobby Hurley is done with you, he is done with you. And there's just not much that you can do about it. So hopefully him and Jose can get back on the same page, because if not, you're talking about losing your second best scorer on the team, maybe your best scorer on the team in terms of consistency. Someone who's able to take over games, not only from uh, inside the paint, but also just getting to the line. And he's been better at converting his free throws too. He's over 70% now, after struggling to start the year, he's been trending very much in the right direction. Like, this has been one of your breakout players. And when you've had other guys struggling on the team, like Adam Miller continues to be slumping for the for the Sun Devils right now. The bench is struggling to put up points. They are, they are looking for guys to help generate any kind of offense, like, This is a team that is averaging under 70 points a game right now. And you're talking about potentially taking out Jose Perez, the heart and soul of your ability to get to the line and get points in the paint because everybody else is trying to shoot outside and beyond the arc. That's a huge loss for you. So I don't know what's going on there. I'll be paying attention. I'll let you guys know when we get updates. But right now it's it's a very interesting situation. Uh, Not one that I am looking forward to potentially becoming a long-term issue. And hopefully that's not going to be the case. But right now, the Sun Devils are just struggling entirely to win games. And it's really got them behind the eight ball. And if they want to get into the tournament, they got a lot of fixing to do. We're going to talk about it in just a second. This is the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to talk to you guys about our friends over at LinkedIn because we're a month into the new year. And every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move I can make that'll take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn Jobs knows that all your success depends on the team you surround yourself with. And that's why LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn Jobs isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy too when you have as many qualified candidates as LinkedIn provides for you. It's so easy that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. And you know as that small business owner that having that right team member is going to make leaps and bounds for you. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have time or resources to hire. And thankfully, LinkedIn has a process that is intuitive, quick, and easy. So, post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And a happy Super Bowl to all those who celebrate from FanDuel America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. I know that I'm going to be trying to get that Buffalo chicken dip and take a look at some prop bets from myself. And FanDuel has so many ways for you to end your season with a W or two or three because not only can you bet on who's going to win Super Bowl 58, FanDuel also has bets for players who will score a touchdown, how many points are going to be scored, and so much more. New customers, join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins, just visit, visit FanDuel.com slash on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Again, I appreciate you guys for tuning in and making the Locked On Sunnitels podcast your first listen of the day. Wherever you're getting your podcast hit, like, subscribe, and turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. Let's go ahead and wrap up our conversation. I want to talk about the the not-in-tournament team that this is right now, because the Sun Devils are nowhere close. And quite frankly, I don't even know if you can get into the tournament right now. You're 11-11. and 11. You are slumping at the wrong time. I don't know that you have a signature win right now either. I... I I don't I don't even know what your best win would be. I, I'm looking at the schedule, and like Colorado and Utah are quality teams. They aren't those huge wins, though, that really get everyone's attention. You've lost to Mississippi State. You've lost to BYU. You lost to San Diego. That's a really bad loss. You lost to TCU. There, there's just no quality wins here. And there's time for this to turn around. Like you still have Colorado and Utah again. And if you are able to get the season sweep, that's a good look. You play Arizona, obviously. If you can find a way to win one of those games, maybe that kind of helps you out a little bit. But that feels like your only possibility right now. Because at the moment, Arizona is the only ranked Pac-12 team. That would be your ticket to get in, if if it's even possible at this point. Because again, you're talking about a team that doesn't have signature wins. They're 500 right now. They're slumping at the wrong time. The other thing that could potentially help you is a deep run in the Pac-12 tournament. But I don't feel comfortable with this team winning one game in the Pac-12 tournament right now. Not with the way they're playing. They're struggling to score. They're struggling to shoot. and Not even consistently. Just getting buckets in general. They're, they're struggling to, to get points. Period. It's, it's shot selection. It's being able to get the ball down. Drive inside the paint. Shoot beyond the arc feels impossible for this team. They cannot do very much right right now. They're... They're... Again, the biggest thing for me, you are just losing at the wrong time. It's one thing if you started your year five and six, and then you got to 11 and 11, because that helps you with that recency bias, right? People look, and it's always the, what have you done for me lately? And lately, the Sun Devils have lost four in a row, and they've lost six of their last seven. This is not a team that people are going to be rushing to put in the tournament right now quite frankly, they shouldn't be. So I've said this plenty of times on this podcast before, and I'll say it again. The expectations at Arizona State when it comes to basketball are not overly high. We're not a national contender type of team. We're not a first place in the Pac-12 kind of team. We just want to make the tournament and we want to finish in the top half of the Pac-12. And that should be more than reasonable. When you talk about a massive university that's in prime prime territory inside the Valley, it's one of the biggest universities in the nation. You're You're looking at a huge population that's in Phoenix, let alone everywhere else. You have good opportunities to recruit, and ASU has recruited guys. They've got a good class for next year. They've gotten five stars before, but yet they're just not doing anything with it. And I am really curious what you guys think about Bobby Hurley because I am not ready to give up on him, but I know a lot of people are. And I would love to know what you guys think in the comments. Bottom line, though, I just don't know what to do with this team. Unless they find a way to win out and win the tournament. And even then, you are not going to be an overly high seed, at least not in my book. Maybe you are. I don't know. I don't make the bracket. But you're talking about winning your last two, four, six, eight, nine games. You would need to win your last nine games to get to 20 and 11, make a deep run in the Pac-12 tournament, and hopefully find a way to at least be like a last four in kind of situation. But this is not a good look for Sun Devils basketball right now. They are really struggling. This Jose Perez situation is going to be really interesting. and something I'm going to be paying close attention to. They're going to be back on Thursday. They are hitting the road. They're visiting Colorado. And then on Saturday, they're going to be at Utah. They're both going to be evening games. So make sure you tune into those if you're interested to see how the season's going to end up for this team. I know I'm going to be tuning in and I'll keep you guys posted as well. So wherever you get your content, hit like, subscribe, and turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post. You can stay in touch by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrats36, the podcast as well, at LO underscore Sun Doubles. As always, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. We're going to be back again tomorrow. We still have plenty to talk about with football, with basketball, and everything else in between. So I'll see you guys tomorrow, and until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked On Sun Devils.